everyone. Welcome to Perfect Timing Podcast. I am your host, Sydney Chandler Monet. And today I have an amazing young lady with me, Miss Elena Onaway. Hey, Elena. How's it going? Hello. It's going good. How are you? I'm great. I'm doing pretty well. I'm just really excited to have you on um, because I know you've been super busy. We've been trying to do this for a minute and I'm just so proud of everything that you've done. You know, you're 13 years old and you're already like a college. Are you, you're, are you still a sophomore in college? Uh, yes, I am still a sophomore, but I'm ending my year in. Right. So a sophomore in college as a pre-biomedical science student, which is absolutely insane. And I think that is something that a lot of people can kind of look up to and be like, oh my gosh, she's 13 in school. And, you know, but I think you're just doing your thing and, you know, what you do best and allowing yourself to go to college at such an early age, I think is so cool. And we're also able to become the youngest girl of color to work as an intern at NASA. How on earth did you get an opportunity like that? Actually, um, I got that opportunity from one of my mentors, Mr. Clayton Turner. He saw something in me enough to say, okay, I'm going to root for this girl. I'm going to get her an intern. And he ended up getting me an intern with JPL. Um, And it was just amazing actually being able to see in detail what they do and what they send into space. Yeah, I think that's the best feeling too, you know, when people look up to you and they're like, I think that you have the capabilities to change the world. So, and then they get, they set you out on something as big as NASA to, you know, work as an intern for, which I think is so cool. But, you know, you also started your own business or organization called the Brown STEM Girl Foundation. So tell us about that. How are you using that to change the world? And at what age can girls get involved with your program? Well, I made the Brown STEM Girl Foundation because... I wanted to create a platform to give opportunities in STEM to girls of color all over the world and just seeing them get involved in STEM and involved in mentoring is just amazing for me, especially because I want to create a group of girls that, hey, here we are, we're amazing and we're the best of the best. Exactly. And that's something that I want to root for as well, you know, being like, you know, we're black, we're beautiful, we're smart, we're, in, it's, we're the whole package, you know, yes. like really. for each other, you know, you know, girls support girls and things like that. Exactly. And, you know, really just trying to lift each other up. And so you keep mentioning the, you know, mentorship, like, why do you think that is important for, you know, yourself and like other girls to get into? Well, definitely getting girls involved in the mentoring is helping me, but not also helping them because, When I thought of this, I said, okay, I don't see enough girls in STEM. And that is something that is happening in our world today where men are taking, well, what I would say is, it is said that men are better in like math and STEM than girls and color and women. So when I thought of them, like, why don't I mentor the girls to be able to do STEM and go to jobs that involve STEM. Right. And, you know, something that I always reference is um, Katherine Johnson from the movie um, Hidden Figures. That is my favorite movie. I talk about it all the time. I can never shut up about it. I can almost recite it by every word. But, you know, she's a really good example, you know, especially during that time of, you know, like segregation and, you know, fighting for civil rights and things like that. Right. 
she was a very big implement on like girls can be mathematicians, girls can shoot, you know, people into space, you know, be at the top of the top, you know? And so I think you're really doing a really good job of, you know, letting other black girls know that they can do that too. Thank you. Of course. So I'm curious as to know, why did you decide to go the STEM route? We're talking about how it's important, you know, how it's important for black girls to get into it as such as yourself. So why do you think it is important that you got into STEM and what is your favorite thing about it? Well, everything, ever since I was actually like four or five, I've just always been like interested in the stars. Like, I think memory of mine is just going outside and staring at them. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) until, I don't know what time at night, um, we would go on like these family road trips to different NASA centers. Mm -hmm. And even my mom took me to like see the stars. And like, it was this part where you got to go see like, stars through the telescope like Mm -hmm. big groups and um I think that really changed me and I saw my passion and I was like okay this is what I want to do even like stepping into the NASA centers and saying I'm gonna work here one day Mm -hmm. wow and you know I used to do the same thing, you know, like go outside. I'm like, look at the stars, they're so pretty. And, you know, like I live in Southern Maryland, so it's like away from the city and off from like the lights and everything. So I get to see the stars really nice at night because, you know, light pollution and things like that doesn't really get in the way. But, you know, I think that was really cool that you kind of want to make that, you know, your career and, you know, studying them and things like that, because, you know, we need people like that, you know, to help us figure it out more about them and, you know, why we're so fascinated with them, you know? <laughs> exactly. So you created a website to encourage your friends, especially your girls, to, you know, get involved. And why do you think that's important for them to get involved in STEM? Well, um, I kind of like trace it back to my other question. Um, Really encouraging the girls to dream big and just saying, okay, here are the girls who are showing that they can be better in STEM. They don't have to be put behind because there other people say okay you can't do this or no I think it's better if you do this instead Mm -hmm. like I just show that the girls can do whatever they want and nobody can tell them no exactly and why do you think that girls seem to veer away from STEM so much you know uh growing up I went to private school and up until I think maybe like third or fourth grade is when they started introducing STEM and things like that to me. And, you know, I was a bit of a girly girl, even though being a girly girl doesn't mean that I wouldn't have an interest in those things. But, you know, I never really like understood them. Like, why on earth would I have an interest in engineering and math? Math is hard. Why would I like that? You know, so why do you think like girls aren't really inclined to do it as much? Well, when you think about definitely a young girl in STEM doing like hard math problems that you probably wouldn't even see them doing or doing like engineering, building robots and sending even like rovers into space. That's not something everybody sees in either a young girl, even a woman. Mm -hmm. And they're put behind these sayings like, no, maybe the men should do it and women shouldn't. Or if they're saying, maybe you're too young to do it. And I want the girls to know that you're never too young or too old or just like, you can't let anybody else tell you you can't do something. 
Exactly. You know, I say that all the time about how, like, don't let age restrict, you know, your dreams and what you can do because hello, you're 13 in college. So you already surpassed that limit girl, but you know, (laughs) being able to see past that and be like, no matter who I am, no matter how old I am and no matter how I'm doing it, I'm going to get to where I want to be. And if I were to answer that question about why I think girls don't really get into STEM that much is basically what you were saying about how like, it's a really like a a male dominated career path. And, you know, Mm -hmm. going back to the hidden figures movie, like, especially during that time of segregation, you know, white men having more superiority and things like that, we were already being pushed aside. And, you know, I think that we really need to uplift each other in that light. And, you know, ironically, I'm currently taking an honors algebra two class. And thankfully I had a really, really great teacher. (laughs) Like I I had a really great teacher and uh, she just left to become a data scientist, which I think is so cool. But besides that, um, she was one of the first people to actually let me realize that math can be, you know, fun. And, you know, when you understand it, it just makes it like, you know, like understandable, like nothing, there's no better feeling to me sometimes when it comes to academics, when I'm able to answer someone's question, like academically, like about math and then I'm able to explain why and do like, you know, explain where the answer comes from. There's no better feeling than that to me. That sounds like me, like me taking my first classes. I think at first I was like no I don't like math I don't like it mm-hmm. <laughs> but then as I started to learn that once you get the concepts and once you finally know what you're doing it gets better exactly exactly and my teachers I was like she's like you have to practice and I'm like uh and then I actually did and then it started to make sense so do what your teacher says people <laughs> <laughs> so you were recently awarded the world's first child prodigy initiative for being one of the top 100 child prodigy prodigies of the world firstly hello congratulations Thank you. <laughs> uh, the way you carry yourself with grace is so beautiful and you know how you're able to present yourself in a way that is powerful and smart um how did that moment make you feel well i definitely appreciated getting the award and just watching as they um they're telling me more about okay this girl has done the amount of work that we cannot believe and getting that award kind of said like I am the world child prodigy right now Mm -hmm. and at the same time it was like okay but I'm still myself Mm -hmm. and I want to continue being myself so whatever achievements I get or accolades I will always be Elaine. Wow. That is, that's powerful. You know, something that I can take from that as well. And, you know, trying to stay humble, even after, you know, I've won a reward or even after, like you said, been giving an, an accolade and, you know, increasing who I am as a young entrepreneur. And because people get so into the, oh, look at how many awards I got. Look at all my gold medals. Look at, you know, this list of accolades that I did. And, you know, like all the shiny stuff like around my room, you know? No. And people forget to look in themselves and be like, at the end of the day, like I'm still me. The reason why I got where I am is because I decided to stay myself. And I think that's something that you are really good at. And, you know, really presenting yourself in a way that is, I'm Elena and that's okay. And, you know, I'm going to put my best foot forward as myself in the best way I can. So you were wanting to purchase a coach bus and 
I, like along with like many other supporters, I'm sure are willing to help you do that. So how, can you tell us how we can donate to help you reach your goal? You guys you need to go on your Instagram and we'll put all that information at the end and like actually look at the bus. Like it is, it's really cool. And you know, they're going to renovate it and things like that. So uh, why don't you share with my listeners how they can donate to help you reach your $10,000 goal? You can donate to me by going to my website, BSG Scholars. <laughs> and of course, like she said, I will give it to you at the end. But um, thank you so much because that's like a big, like that's another achievement to me. That's what it feels like because seeing that others want to get involved and in helping me help the girls is also like, that's amazing too. Absolutely. And I can't wait to see you do that. So again, we'll put all that information at the end. So stay tuned and we'll be right back after this break. Hey, what's up, fellas? If you're looking for healthy, thought-provoking conversations on a variety of topics dealing with life issues, be a transparent, open dialogue for men who need a dose of honest, engaging, and heartfelt discussions. Tune in to Inside the Armor, airing Mondays at 8 a.m. Hosted by Joe, Russ, and yours truly, Boom. We would love to have you vibe with us as we talk about our trials and our triumphs our messes, and our successes. Join us for Inside the Armor, Mondays at 8 a.m. Iron Sharpening Iron, one podcast at a time. This is Sydney Chalonet, and I'm so excited to share with you my international podcast, Perfect Timing, that'll be broadcasting on Mondays at 2 p.m. through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and so much more. We will have outstanding guests that'll talk about their passions, goals, and dreams. Make sure you tune in and have a seat at the table where we will create a voice for us every Monday at 2 p.m. This is Sydney Collins of Perfect Timing. Welcome back, everyone. Again, I'm back here with Elena Anale. And as you guys can already tell, amazing young lady doing her dang thing. And I'm just so proud of her and everything that she's doing. So I want to know at what age did you hear your voice? And when did you decide that you wanted to live on your own terms and not those around you? Well, I think the age I finally heard my own voice was um, when I was four, definitely when I got involved in going and actually experiencing different types of STEM, um, definitely being able to see what different people do and just get a different feel of, okay, so this is what I want to do in the future. I was just like planning out my life. I didn't even know what I was doing yet. Mm-hmm. I was just like telling myself, okay, I'm going to work here and I'm going to do this and that. And I was like, okay, let's roll. Let's do it. Right. So um, I think I finally came to terms when I was like, I don't want anybody else to tell me what I want to do. I want to tell myself what I want to do. And I, I want to know myself and be able to say, okay, 
this is it. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm not going to do. I want myself to be my own limit. Wow, that's really powerful. And, you know, allowing yourself to say that I want to be able to know what I want to do without anyone else. Because, you know, for me, I am very much a people pleaser. And so if people said like, Sydney, I want to see you in this area. Like, Sydney, I want to, I want to see you do this. I will try it. I will definitely try it before I actually decide to say like, oh, no, that's not really not for me. But it took me a minute to really sit in myself and be like, what do I like to do? What gives me joy? And, you know, what makes me happy truly? And I'm really glad that even from a young age, I think you said four years old, that you were able to decide that for yourself. Like, I'm going to plan my life out right now. And it's kind of therapeutic (laughs) to do that sometimes because you feel in control of your own life and, you know, being able to say like, this is what I want to do. This is how I want to do it. And this is how I'm going to get there. Having a plan. It's kind of nice. <laughs> I'll have that childhood phase that we're just like, okay, mom, I'm going to grow up and do this. And you're yeah. like, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because like one thing, like, I think like about like our society and like, this is kind of like deep, but you know, I think we're always like, we ask like these kindergartners, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? They have no idea. They want to be like, mm, a doctor, a firefighter. <laughs> and, you know, they don't really know the weight that that carries just yet because, you know, next thing you know, they're going to be in third grade, third, fourth grade, and then they're going to get asked again. And they're going to be like, oh, I want to be, I don't know, I want to be a painter or something. They're be like, well, when you were five, you wanted to be a doctor. They didn't know at that time, you know? So, but again, like the way that you're able to articulate, articulate yourself in a way where you're like, this is where like, I feel like my most comfortable self without having the influence of anyone else, I think is something that I can definitely learn from and something my listeners probably can as well. So I think that's really cool. Thank you. (laughs) So you recently graduated from high school and are virtually attending uh, Arizona State University and now attending Oakwood University, which are now in the dorm of, oh my gosh. But um, how has that transition been for you? You know, like maybe give us like a day in the life. I know you just made like across the country move. And so (laughs) tell us about like what that process was like. Okay. Um, It was definitely crazy moving from Texas here Mm -hmm. (laughs) because, you know, all of us in the front part of the van with all the stuff in the back and the car Mm -hmm. in the back. And it was just like, I don't know, like 18 hour drive. Oh, that's always fun. So we were just like, (laughs) <laughs> we got here we were tired like you I couldn't explain the amount of tiredness we had and um then we just started moving in that was definitely a struggle but I mean we had more people so mm-hmm. it all worked out and then we started moving in the dorm which was another crazy situation putting everything in place and like mm-hmm. getting ready um now I am finally moved in and everything looks perfect. It's my little space. I like, <laughs> and um, I'm just getting like used to it. Like you know, you have to get used to new environment and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely have to get on track with work because you know, like moving, working, and all that stuff in between. That's chaotic and crazy. So yeah, just got caught up with work and. I'm living one day at a time. And I think that's something that we can all do, you know, just move one day at a time, you know, 
through the process, you know, sometimes you just got to go through the motions, but you know, you'll get out of that. But, you know, I'm really proud of you for being able to get there and, you know, be who you are. Cause like, for me, like for my room, it's my sanctuary. Like I need to be like nice. And, you know, like if I do do my homework in there, I want it to be like a very calm setting. I usually have a candle going. And so, um, how do you like set your room up in a way that works for you? Like how you just said, you just moved into your dorm and everything. Like what things in there are things that you wanted to implement in there that really, that really yell Elena, you know? Uh, definitely. I'm not a bright light person. Like if you wake me up in the morning with a bright light, I'm not going to get up. I don't like bright. <laughs> um, so I have like this little unicorn light. Cause it's like, I'm still late. I'm still 13. I got my unicorns all over the place, but at mm-hmm. the same time, like it's dim. So I'm like one of those, I'm also like a calm kind of like study person. Cause I like being like in an area by myself just mm-hmm. silence or like I'm playing a hundred up to a hundred sound or volume music and just typing <laughs> so yeah. like how we do the room is I have like a study bed and mm-hmm. then I have a bed I sleep in because another one's soft and the other one is like a study bed just uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so we just like put everything in here I even have like my record player I, <gasps> I had one of those it broke because I wanted to start collecting vinyls oh, again no. oh no yeah but it's all right maybe I'll get a new one and so I can get into that if you have any recommendations please let me know but I'm glad that you were able to make your place you know your own and you know try and really get into that you know that college atmosphere and you know I still have two years before I get there which is insane but you know um <laughs> I really think that this year is going to be great for you as you continue uh, in fulfilling who you want to be in your career. And I'm really excited to see where you go. Um, maybe one more question before we wrap up. Um, you are a hero, especially to me and so many other kids listening right now. So, and you were on an international podcast. So what would you like to say to them? Well, first, I would like to say thank you to you for letting me on your international podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> and second, um, I just want to tell the girls to dream big because I started with this, this dream, small dream, kind of big for me. Like it was humongous for me. I saw like no dreams whole too big, guys. planned out, <laughs> but, um, dream big and never let anybody stop you or tell you can't do anything because you create your own limits exactly. and you tell yourself, okay, this is what I want to do. And this is where I'll stop. Exactly. Right. And I'm definitely going to implement that into my own life and remind myself that this is my life. This is how I want to live it. And this is how I'm going to get there. And, you know, I just really appreciate you for that advice. And, you know, I'm sure everyone listening can take something from that as well. But before you go, I like to do rapid fire questions. Okay. So they're not really rapid fire. I like to do on tangents, but because they're running short on, short on time, I might not be able to do that this time. But anyways, I'm going to start throwing you maybe like five questions or so. Okay. So high heels or sneakers? Um, okay. This is probably not your question, but Steve Madden's boots. <gasps> I, oh, we are the same person. <laughs> I love Steve. Oh. Boots with you, heels. See, you already got me going. You already got me going. 
Oh, I can't I pick boots and I can't pick heels. Steve Madden's boots heel. <laughs> both, right? Best of both words. I love it. Your favorite ice cream flavor? Chocolate chip cookie dough. I like this specific flavor from Hagen dazs called chocolate 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 chip. It's just chocolate ice cream with a bunch of like chocolate chips in it. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. If you have a chance, <laughs> try that out. Okay. Um, Let's see. What is something that you cannot live without? Music. I can't. I can't do that. <laughs> but if Me I, too. If I went a year without it, y'all would be like, where is Elena? She's gone into crazy mode. I haven't listened to a song in a year. No. <laughs> what's your, well, what's your favorite song? I have too many. If you saw my favorite song list, you'll probably be scrolling for an hour. Who's your favorite artist? You can't be asking me these questions. I have too many. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's a fight for me, too. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to get it out of her. Let's find out. <laughs> um, and maybe one more. If you were to travel anywhere in the world, which you kind of already have, <laughs> based on like where you've gone, um, taking school across the world. But, you know, if you were to travel anywhere, where would it be and why? Mm. <laughs> There's a lot of places that. Yeah, I, I want to visit, probably not like stay there, just say hi and come back. But um, <laughs> I definitely want to go back to Jordan. I love Jordan. That was um, like the best trip ever. Um, I went there when I was, I can't remember the age, but I know I was somewhere around there. <laughs> yeah. And um, I went with my mom. We um, actually went and explored that's where I did my world schooling mm-hmm. and it was just like an amazing experience being able to be like baptized in the Jordan River and oh wow getting a feel of how they live over there and how we live over here so mm-hmm. Wow, we probably will have to have a whole nother episode just to talk about that because I'm deeply yeah. intrigued. But, you know, thank you so much, Elena and Alay, for joining me today. Um, why don't you share with my listeners how they can reach you and follow you? You can reach me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn as The Brownstone Girl. Well, thank you so much, Elena, for joining me. And thank you so much to my listeners for joining me as well. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And this is Perfect Timing. Thank you.